The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Good evening, everyone. That's my mommy. Mm. Y'all say mm. hey. Mommy, <laughs> and over good, here, man. that's mama. Mama looking good. Okay, now. Over here, we got Lala hey, Young. How are you? Everybody's okay? I'm okay. Okay. And over here, we have our very special prestigious guest. Yes. Uh, yes. Mr. John Amici. How are you? Yes. You guys would know him from uh, Mac and Amici, formerly of KGLA. Yes. Right. But he gonna go on solo bolo, so we're about to see what he's talking about. Thank That's you so right. much That's for inviting right. me on the show. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> hey, come on now. It didn't even take pulling teeth or nothing. I was asking you, shall receive? I'm doing yes. nothing but watching porn at home. <laughs> Can, I here <laughs> Can I go? Can I get an invitation. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't nothing like watching porn with a man. Oh, let me tell you. I'm just saying. That's all. I'm just saying. I have nothing to do at home, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> It's like it's the it's the conversation. It's like okay, so why is she doing that? Right. And she know it don't feel that good. Really, now, you that bitch. Very interesting. That Most women I run into, they get somewhat turned off on porn. I don't really? Know. They turned off. Well, you know, some okay. So 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 some women I run into. Mm-hmm. Uh, their sexuality hasn't, I guess, uh, is they're very tight about it, uh-huh. and so they're not they're not free. They're not rude. they're not exploring it. They're not a freak yet. And mm-hmm. So wow. like, I don't do that. I've I've been I, you know I'm, I want to I want to remain this princess. This, right. this, this thing boring. That doesn't... You know what? I bet you she don't swallow either. So yeah. Yeah. Here we go. La la young. What's on everyone's lips? Yeah, please. We already know what's on hers. Jeez. You see how he starts yes. up? This is so good. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, type. first of all, she's a type. That's she's a type. type. <laughs> that is the ma- Okay, Jacquees, you're not. No, we're going to just get into Jacquees. He's Straight not into the Jacquees. king. Okay, Jacquees. Did you He's see not. that video, Mom? No, I did not. Oh, God. Well, he just go in and just say, of right now, he's the king of R&B. And I think he said that because he did one BET award. That's it. He I've never went. even heard of him until just it. now. Because he's always, like, in the background. He's you and nobody money. else. He's with mm. Young Money. I believe Young Money or his I don't listen, previous. Now, nah, I don't want to call out our age here, but I don't think anybody <laughs> anywhere can, can name one Jacquees song. I, I, not I, it. I just want to say that we all know him as the dude that's just kind of in the background. He's kind of, yeah. you know, he's just he's just there. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows any type of music mm. that he puts out or anything. He you actually know? haven't put out anything. He did a remake to LMA's, or it might have been his. I think that's the only thing he did a remake of mm-hmm. LMA's song, and that's it. So I just think because he was on the BET Awards, he wanted to say that. So my question yes. is, who is your king of R and B? Hmm. Hmm. I'm about to start writing down my whole list, and I bet you it don't include (laughs) Jacquees. Not at all. At the top of the list, Will Downing. Okay. Will Downing. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. Will Downing. Then then, uh, Eric Benet. Then um, uh, who else? I think probably the late Gerald Levert. Oh, okay. Okay, so living. I don't know. I, I was I was very um, perplexed with that one because mm. I, I, you know it, you know you got okay it's Bobby Brown right. okay it's R Kelly I love R Kelly right. you know I, I like them but I don't know about King no King is so they're kings to me right and I, Michael's not here anymore I, so, I, I'm gonna right. say I'm gonna say it he Go gonna ahead. pee on you <laughs> but R Kelly. 
I love R. Kelly. I'm just gonna say it. R. Kelly has got to be the right. king yeah. of R and B. There's he, nobody he has, who else put right. who's uh, decades. He would, yeah. def- he would definitely get my vote. Yeah. There's a massive amount of music that he yeah. has out, and his creativity. Right. Creativity. His creativity. What about Jaheim? I give you that. Who? King. Shut up. Don't be. <laughs> Jaheen's, I wouldn't even give Jaheem the Prince, Jaheen, but I love Jaheem. His catalog is not very long. Not long exactly. Enough. And if if you were if we were to look on specific, if we were talking about numbers and hits, R. Kelly would be it. I still yeah. say writer, to producer, to right. songwriter, to singer. Right. I don't think there's anybody else that can really top R. Kelly. Right. We may not like him because of the controversy right. that is surrounding He's him. He's just a freak. I mean, what happened? So. But we we're talking about music. We're talking about music. If we're going to leave it at music, I'm going right. to say R. Kelly I would is, give the, you R. is the king of R&B right now. I would now. give you R. Yeah. Only because he's multifaceted. It's yeah. not just he doesn't just give you music. He gives you production. You know, it, along with everything else, he has themes to his music, yeah. to his whole yeah, albums. Absolutely. Who does that anymore? Right. Now, if no. we were looking for the no intern one. of R and B, it would be Jacquees. <laughs> that would be the intern of R and B, and that's a that's a title. Intern. Intern. Okay, intern. So as an we're intern. going with it like that term. Huh? <laughs> we're going with intern. intern Good answer. We can Good give answer. That to Jacquees, but the king of R and B is. <laughs> I'm going to start. Yes. We're going to leave it at. Okay, so let me ask you this: So, what makes him? What do you think makes him say that he is the king? What gives him that? Well, there's a juvenile naiveness of he says of to... their time, right, right? Of their time, but yeah. even of their time. I mean, yeah, because I would totally go with if you're gonna go with intern and of their time. What about Daniel Caesar? Daniel Caesar, uh, R. Lamar. <laughs> Uh, there are so many other artists who Usher. can sit there. Uh, well, Usher's not of his time. Of Usher his, of this time. Uh, uh, of, this of this time. So we're talking about new artists that are coming out. Uh, Daniel Caesar's a big contender. Arlamar's yes. a big contender. Mm-hmm. There's just been so many other artists other than Jacquees that whose art, whose songs you can name. Yes. Right. Now we may be old. Yes. And there may be a song somewhere on the internet on a SoundCloud right. account that we may not know right. of that have a, may have a million hits. Right. But at this point in time, right. I'm going to say it's not Jacquees. Right. Not at all. So. Hands down. Next up. The jury's on. <laughs> so it's not Jacquees, okay? So next up. So, 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 so. We got it. I got it. Okay. I got it. Centoya Brown. So you Centura. guys know who Centoya is? It Centoya? Centoya Brown. Brown, 2016. She was actually, um, prior to that, 2007, she was only 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I know he's, she was only uh, 16 years old and with her boyfriend. Pretty and girl. her boyfriend was the one who got her into prostitution, mm-hmm. um, beating her and all that stuff. And what happened was she was with one gentleman and she thought that he was going to shoot her. Mm-hmm. She said he pulled out a gun. It was his, her actual gun. It was setting it up to have sex or whatever. But with this particular situation, she actually killed him mm-hmm. and robbed him. And the John? The yes. John, yes. So she's been in jail. She's actually been in jail for 13 years, and they're trying to get her out. But for killing course, a scumbag? Yes, mm-hmm. but because she killed him and stole from him, they're thinking that it's something that she wanted to do, you know? Yeah. So they're trying to keep her in for 51 more years. Mm-hmm. Well, she yeah, she's uneligible, uneligible for parole until she has hit 51 years right. of right. sentence. Right. I do believe the outgoing governor of Tennessee is going to commute her sentence. I think he's not only looking at her sentence, but a lot of other people. Uh, and I do believe because of the attention that she's getting. And then 51 years... For the crime that she committed, because right. she, we got to understand, there is a life here that was that is gone. No matter where she, right. he was a John, Absolutely. she was a prostitute. No matter exactly. what it was, somebody's dead, and somebody there has to be a penance paid for that. Right, right. Uh, twenty-five to life should be enough. I for, agree. For allow her, and, and and this is the bigger issue with uh, our criminal justice system here, when it, especially when it comes to people of color, right. is that uh, we are prosecuting children. Right. As adults. And right. that's an right. issue in herself. Yes. I guarantee you the, this crime that she committed when she was 16, she wouldn't commit now. Right. I mean, we're 13 years in. She's almost 30-something years older, if not 30 already. She's not going to commit this crime. She's a different person right. that she right. is now. So there's no need for her to stay in. It doesn't serve the community um, for her to stay in jail for 51 years. Right. At, at that. I agree. Yeah. Mm, so sad. It, it is yeah. very, it's yeah. very. It's very sad, but this is... This is our criminal justice system in this country, and it's, and, and that's very sad in itself. Right. Mm-hmm. 51 years when you've got a woman who... I don't think any woman wants to go into prostitution. Exactly. I think somebody right. leads them into this lifestyle. Okay, yeah. so, y'all know, um, I'm, I'm never the one to go with the flow. So... <laughs> 
the background to the story, if you actually dig into the case, Mm -hmm. is that she was a 16-year-old runaway. Her mother was a drunk. And she ran to this um, pimp named um, Cutthroat. Mm -hmm. Okay? So Cutthroat, bought her in the streets, got her prostituting, pimping, and all this stuff. So, me being a mother and a youth advocate, this is my thing. Kim Kardashian said that the system failed her Mm -hmm. in this situation. Okay. Now, for the system to fail her, she would have had to run to the system in order for them to begin to help her. In her case, she didn't run to the police to get her out of that situation. She didn't go into a foster system to get um, get out of that situation. She ran straight to the streets and into the hands of a pimp. Okay. And in the process of the decision that she made, she became a prostitute. In um, in the interim, she ended up killing somebody. Right. So it's all it's it's not you know all cut and dry. Now where I agree with you, the time mm-hmm. doesn't fit the crime. Right. Because she thought she said in her own words that she thought that he was going for a gun, and so she, she, shot, she him. shot him. Yeah, which so I mean, it's I was a, with you. I think it's I think that's a little BS, but still. Right. Still, right. at the end of the day, 51 years. 51 from, years. From whatever, yes. Well, life. they were trying to give her life, period. Right. They were trying to give she her life. Was. It got um, reduced down to 51, with, like you said, with all the media attention and all that stuff. But my thing is, it's like, because, like I said, because I have youth and I work with youth, mm-hmm. it's like we cannot continue to coddle them in their situations when they make bad decisions. Right. You know, they have to understand that there are consequences for the decisions that they make. If my child decides to leave my house for whatever reason, nigga, you on your own. Right. You know? Right. I, but let me let me just say one thing. And you're not a drunk. No, I'm not. I don't think you're drunk. You're not a drunk. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not all the time. <laughs> but there's a difference between, I think, your daughter and this young mm-hmm. lady. Right. Where And this is the problem when you don't have proper parental guidance and a a nurturing home. True. And I think that she was doing what she thought she needed to do to survive with the mental capacity she had Mm -hmm. at the age. Right. Now, if you were her mother, Mm -hmm. maybe this wouldn't or it probably wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. But she didn't have you as a mother. She had a drunk as a mother. True. And I think that needs to be taken into consideration of why an individual will go to turn to the streets and look for prostitution or allow themselves to be get wrapped up with a guy who pushed them into prostitution as a way of making making some bread. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we, we that needs to be taken into consideration because yeah. the foundation and the nurturing of two parents or one parent or a stable parent right. bringing you up and nurturing you into adulthood says a lot. Right. right. When you don't have that and you you're left at your own, you don't have the proper tools. You're a juvenile trying to figure it out, figure it out. And it. you end up in situations like this where you out here trying to sell some pussy. Right. And you end up killing somebody. Right. And but this decision that you made at 16 is not the same decision you would make at 30, True. 31 or 32. True. And so that this is where I think where. The 51 years is excessive. Oh, yeah, definitely. She needs to pay for the crime of killing an individual because she was doing something illegal. He was right. doing something that led in his death. Right. But sacrificing the majority of her healthy life. Right. Is yeah, horrible. give her the opportunity right. to, you yeah. know, make something of herself. after. Because uh, to my understanding, she well, since she's been in, she received the AA. Yeah, she, she got her degree. She's, she's made you a life of her. So, she's yes. done a lot. Yeah, she's done a lot, and this is the problem with our criminal justice system: is that they want to punish, but they don't. It should be to rehabilitate, right. and to correct behavior, right. not necessarily to throw people away. And we have a tendency in this True. country to, when we hear murder, when we hear drugs, when we hear prostitution, when we hear rape, to throw people away without understanding that they can rehabilitate themselves and become productive members of society. Mm-hmm. We just throw them in the system and hope they disappear. Right. You Absolutely. Know? I, I think that one of the crazy parts before we go to break. As far as this young girl, there's a lot of young girls that's out there that are actually on the corners, but they're being trafficking, but you never hear any. You hear it, but it's in the background Mm -hmm. of the men that are out there, even the women. There's a 21-year-old who actually just was uh, 
fine. So she had to do some time, but she was out there trafficking younger girls. That was like 13 and mm-hmm. 14. I remember that. She, put, she was beating her and pimping yeah. her out. But then it's like no one is saying anything. And not even that when you say you, you're not the drunk and then the other lady was a drunk. But remember when we had the village, when we saw these kids out there doing stuff that they mm-hmm. wasn't, who's stepping up? There's like no one is stepping up for these kids. There's no one in their right mind at 15, 16, not even 17 that say, I want to stand on the corner and sell my ass. I just don't think that that's happening. So I think we're missing Big Mama. Big Mama. (laughs) Big Mama. Stop all this right right now. Yeah, it's a new. It's a totally new generation. We could talk about this all day long. It could be the whole show. Right. Messing with me. (laughs) (laughs) Taking you into your break. This is Lala. You can catch me on the Missy K. Lou Slip Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we also have a group on Facebook if you would like to join. All right, the Missy K. Lou Slip Group, and we talk about like. Real good, nasty oh, stuff. Oh, whoa. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to join you during the break. It's okay. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't know. But didn't I'm, know I got it. Going there, so I had to take him there right You're trying to find which, which lips are like, loose. Okay. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Up next, the beautiful, beautiful Lady D's with Kissable Nights and Days and After 50. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. The worldwide famous. DJ Kelly. I'm your girl, Emma C.K. Yes. And um, we're going to get right into our kissable nights with Lady D's. And, um, of course, our male perspective, Mr. Donna Michi. I've been waiting on this. <laughs> I would love to hear your uh, perspective now. Yes, let's, let's get into go. the kissable nights. Yeah, what's she talking about? What's Good evening, kiss? everyone. Yes. Hi, Lady D's. Hi. Uh, first of all, let me, let me say this. Um, I got on this topic because we had a discussion at work, mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with dating. Okay, but it it um we the focus was the difference in cultures, um, things that we see as respectful. Okay, and others find it offensive. Okay, mm. and 
Did you hear about the story where the the, the little black boy um, addressed the teacher as ma'am? Okay. And she was offended? No. 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 Really? No. no. That's how she you... was so offended, she threw him out of the classroom and, said, and told him if she had something to throw at him, she would have. Oh, well, wow. What, what was... Because he kept referring to her as ma'am. What was she offended by? What was the What was the issue? Like... So you guys don't get it either. No. See? Maybe it was so, a tone. Because no, that no, man no. means that no, you're no. an old woman. No, no. For us... Ma'am is a is a sign of respect. respect. Absolutely, right. that's how we were raised. Yes, yes sir. Yes, ma'am. And I don't exactly. think that's, an age that's it. There's no, no it's age not. On no, it's not. There's, no there's, there's people in authority just respectfully. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And but if you say that to a white woman, mm-hmm. it's offensive. Because it says old maid. Oh. <laughs> Very offensive. And what drew the what really drove it home was yesterday we were in the uh, cafeteria and one of my, my coworkers asked we were having this discussion about this mm-hmm. a couple days ago. And so we were in the cafeteria and we're standing there. So the, the boss, the CEO walks up and you know, we we spoke to him and everything. And so I went to say something to Ashley and I said, uh, yes, ma'am. Like that and he looked <laughs> And he said, um, <laughs> he was kind of lost. He said, um, do you know that's kind of derogatory, right? Wow. And she and I started laughing because we had just had this conversation right. where she's explaining to me that they don't like that. Well, was there some like big event that happened where the ma'am thing exploded into derogatory I that I missed I or we missed. Well, I don't know. Well, well, but white women have, a culture but, thing. But think yeah. about it. White right. women have, they've always felt that way. Right. They are highly offended when you address them that way. And especially I, if I you no address them with I actually like have a, had a, a rough tone. Right. They, they don't had, like that's it. That's why I said it was a tone. Wow. What was a tone? But I've yeah. actually had women tell me, them for, don't call me ma'am. Like, I don't like it. Don't call me so, okay, But so, I've never thought about it being... So, ma'am is, ma'am is old maid? Yeah, yeah, like mammy. It's very offensive. So, uh-huh. like like mammy. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I, like I'm your cook. I'm your slave. I'm <laughs> yes. your, your you, nanny. Oh, you got it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You got really? it. Wow. Yes. Is that yeah. what, Do we know where the terminology of ma'am came from? Is it is it derived from mammy? Well, you know what? Back oh, in the slave days, that's how um, they wanted us to... Well, uh, I'm sorry. According to the movies... <laughs> According to the movies, according to the movies, according to the movies, the source of it was that's how we had to address the white people. Our ancestors had to um, address our masters. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, if it mammy, I mean, I can understand the whole. If you don't want me to call you mammy, I get you. Right, I'm, right. I'm some slave right. working. Here. I mean, I get that, but I'm. I was always raised. It yes, took a sir, time no, somewhere sir, along the yes, line. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know what I got in trouble for a lot. What was that? When my mama made me mad, and I'll be talking to my grandmama, I'll be like, Mommy Dearest. Who used to do that? She's oh, like, do wow. not call my daughter right. Mommy Dearest. Now, was this because of the movie, or was this yes. because, okay. Because That's where it stems movie. from. The okay, because of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no more white That's exactly what it So it made me think, in terms of dating, so it made me think, you know, in terms of dating, when, um... What are the, some of the uh, pros and cons that you you see in dating uh, different cultures? Pros and cons. Let me tell you, have when I said white boy. Oh my god! Look, no. Oh, have you dated different cultures here? I have. Oh, How wow. many? <clears throat> yes. How, how many? many? Come on. My business. How many different? Co- I just wonder how many different cultures. How many different cultures? Probably about how many different penises? Have you? Let's oh, get right into it. How many different penises? I, I really don't want that information. How many from, cultural? Dog? Have you seen an Indian penis, a white Wait, penis, a Mexican up. penis? How do y'all resolve? Man, I saw. A Mexican oh, and purple. It was it? purple. I was like, "What am I supposed to do with this?" <laughs> oh, we got, oh, we got Kieran in the room. The white boy. Oh, oh. Girl, get out of the room. <laughs> she looks no. at him. <laughs> got hot in here real quick. Oh, how many cultures have you dated? I, I um, at least three. Mm. Final answer. The final answer. <laughs> Was there any type of difference in the two? Or, Absolutely. I mean, now, let me tell you something. When I dated the white guy, um, he treated me very well. But the way that my African-American brothers um, received him was horrible. Mm. They treated him very poorly. Like, why are you dating this white guy? 
no, like you're not gonna date her. Like they they did some they like they, they vandalized his car. Oh come on! Um, now was he? They a were getting his face. Was he a sucker white guy? He was, was he a like, redhead was... white cop. He was ginger. Oh, oh a cop. <laughs> So he wasn't like he was. He wasn't like. There's certain white guys that mm-hmm. just are accepted by the black community, mm-hmm. yeah. like, right? Because they got they got they got a little swag. Like swag. Did he not have swag? He did him? have swag. All his friends are black. Cause I'm not gonna go there because that's why I dumped him. But yeah, <laughs> everything around him was black. He the black culture, the whole nine yards. But it's the fact that he was dating me. An African American woman yeah. who, you know, I, I was raised properly. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, I was always I had a job. You know, took yeah. care of business or whatever. And they were like, no, not this black woman because of the type of woman that she is. Right. You're not gonna date her. Oh, he wanted black men wanted him to date Watermelon Andrea. That, that, yeah, they, they, she, <laughs> Watermelon they can date her. Watermelon Andrea, he could date, but not, <laughs> not you. Yeah, like, they not were you. not uh-huh. having it at well, all. Listen, I'm I'm a firm believer that uh, a black man should date a black woman and a black woman should date a black man just mm-hmm. because that we have so much history, negative history behind us that right. we have to work to prepare. Yes. Right. But uh, who am I? I mean, love is love. If You, you can't follow, help who you like. You mm-hmm. can't help which. I mean, listen, you, my preference mm-hmm. is the black woman. Right. But if. You know, uh, Iana comes by, or uh, Tiffany, mm-hmm. or Jennifer. <laughs> Becky. Becky right. comes by, and me and Becky fall in love, and Becky's credit score is better than mine. Right, she can right. help. Becky always got she to have some free records. Uh, lift yes. the brother up out of poverty. I'm, who am I? Yes. And they'd be like, no. Right. You know, right. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm like, black women that can do that, too. What about you, Lala? Only black. Really? That's it. Now, is it because that you don't find any other race attractive? Oh, no, I find them attractive. I just prefer black men. Okay. I prefer my kings, yes. Yeah, I think, I I, I do believe that we, as people of color, Mm -hmm. have a duty to not only, to fix ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can't do that if we're dating outside of our race. And if and if you look on TV now, you're starting to see more mixed colored mixed couples. Too much. Oh, uh, and it's, it's very, like all up in your face. What like is that about? Somebody's pushing an agenda. Yes, they here. are. <laughs> you know, but they push a whole lot of agenda. A lot. Of agenda. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? It, it's it, you know, and it's like, listen, you fall in love who you fall in love with. Yes. But if I have a preference. I'm always going to go after the black woman because I love the black woman and. The black woman can teach me something. I can right. teach her something, and I think the black family needs to be highlighted and right. more th- more so than it has been. And that's always going to be my preference. Right. For me, that's cool. But I was raised around a whole lot of cultures because um, I went to school in the valley. Okay. You know, and even you know after that, I always lived in areas, and I've you right. know in areas where there was like mixed cultures, and I work in imports now, so I work with a whole lot of diverse cultures. So it's like I, it's one of those situa- situations so where I like, say you can't help who right. you like. You yeah, know, sometimes it just sneaks up on you. It's it like does? exactly. Whoa. Yeah, you, well, I, I love mean, my black man. Yeah, listen, I'm we're all. I do too, but it means right. Man. I think at the end of the day, we're all the same. Yes. Once we get past the cultural references about us, but we're all human beings at the end of the right. day. Right, we are. But some of them can make it pretty complicated. Can make for <laughs> tumultuous <laughs> relationships. It yeah. does. I mean, if you're just dating and you know, and um, you're not ready to get married, I say date whoever you want. Okay. But when it comes times to settling down and 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 pick choosing a mate, you better be very careful. About mixing those cultures, yes. you know, especially when I don't, I don't date anything that's orthodox, right. orthodox right. anything. No, right. no, too, too, too stringent. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I have a question, and you, you say you date who you like, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. With different cultures, and everybody know their parents, a lot of parents and grandparents don't like black. True. So if if the person that you fell in love with, their parents didn't like you or didn't approve of you, would you still date that person? I ain't got to date them. I'm thinking. No, no, no. Yes. Well, I, I think this is, so this is, this is <laughs> very like, interesting because this happens to a lot of people mm-hmm. who either end up in mixed relationships. You have to stay and do you. Yeah. And eventually they'll come around. Exactly. You, be, you know what I'm saying? It's it's almost programming them. They're gonna, it's, it's like when you're a trailblazer, 
everybody's going to hate you. Mm-hmm. But eventually, true. everybody's going to get on board. Absolutely. Right. So the longer that you guys succeed, they'll come on board because exactly. they're starting yeah, to get to know you. Situation. Exactly. But it's this not going to be easy. Yeah. No, this particular um, individual, no, they their parents were racist, and he actually broke up with the woman because he's like, how can I... Be with you. I can't. You can't even introduce me to your parents. That's how I was. They well, that, but so. see, that's, that depends on the person, the mate. It's not the family because if he's strong yeah. enough to stand up to his family, hell yeah, I'm going to stay with him. Yeah. Right. Because he knows it's about us and, and me. That says a lot about the person. And if he can't, with. then I need right. okay. deuces. You know, go and, and you, that go lets you know you need to move on. Exactly. Right. Hey. Right. <laughs> no, I, I, like, if a person can't stick up, if you, you my can, mate hmm. and I can't stick up for you or you can't stick up right. for me, Bye. I don't need to be with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'm not going to. If you can't feel. defend me from your parents, right. I dated a black woman like this. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, I, I saw her, and this hurt me so bad. I saw her mother and her father. Her father, absolutely the most amazing guy in the world. But her mother has some type of uh, thing about me. And I was so hurt that she didn't defend me to her mother. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if you can't defend me to your mother, I can't mess with you. That's right. right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much I care about you, you're That's not right. defending me to your mother? Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to allow your mother to hate me? You're not really going to tell my experience with you to your mother? You're just right. going to allow that? I can't deal with it. I, I mean, you're not meant to be together. That's mm-hmm. right. I totally agree. Yeah. Especially because guys and their mothers, you know, right. they when they got those kind of relationships, mm-hmm. I love, I'm not fighting that. I bought her mother roses. I bought her dad tequila. You know, it was just there's something going on to where it was just like, you know what? As much as I like you, I got to step away. Maybe she had a thing away. for you. No, no, no. <laughs> no her Maybe he didn't make enough money. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 think she had, I think she had a secret thing. Do they not like your career? I mean, no, no. What? Well, you know. Well, okay. So I, <laughs> I mean, those uh, kind of things right. have factor. I'm serious. So, the, so I'm very outspoken. I have a different. Set, I have a different. I have a set uh, ideology on mm-hmm. the radio, mm-hmm. and so sometimes people can understand me. Sometimes mm-hmm. people get offended by things I say, mm-hmm. and she was the one that maybe got offended. Like mm-hmm. I've criticized President Barack Obama because I've mm-hmm. said he has done enough for black people while he was in office right. and the reason why I say that is look at what Trump's doing for his people who voted him in office yeah. I love Barack Obama I don't hate Barack Obama I'm right. not against Barack Obama but I as a politician I'm going to criticize him because you could have done more Right. and so she is of a culture that grew up without a black president or even right. the idea of a black president and anybody criticizing the black president which I look at as just I'm holding you accountable. Right. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. She right. has a, a negative view of her. Right. And it's you my know. opinion. Screw you. I think that's <laughs> sad. You know, it, it, you know it, 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 it's hurtful, but as she's entitled to her opinion, I'm entitled to mine. I'm just, mm-hmm. I try to, I try to meet everybody with love. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if you hate me, I still. Give me a chance. Tomato, tomato. Right. Yeah. Hey, her loss. Lady D's. <laughs> this has been <laughs> this has been Lady D's and not so kissable nights. <laughs> we thank our guest host Don yes. Amici for joining in and giving his strong male perspective, and the ladies of loose lips. Uh, you can find me on. Um, where can you find me? Yeah, where lady, can we lady, find? Come on, <laughs> lady, <laughs> lady D's on Instagram and Twitter. And Dorsheen Drew on um, Facebook. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Stay right there. I don't know what we're doing while we're on break, but... I'm going to follow you while we're on break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow you, you right now that. while we're on break. We'll be back. <laughs>
fashion. I'm just addicted to fashion. This year, that new Kim Kardashian. I see you still wearing that last year. It's either credit or cash here. Red on my feet like I'm foreign. Y'all probably still rocking Jordans. Balenciaga, Louis Prada, Chanel and YSL. I pop bands to pop tags. You mad? Cause I'm swag. Loose Lip Show. Your girl, E. Missy K. And what you just saw was um, Marissa, Marissa Ford, Ford yes. who is um, one of E. Missy K. Entertainment's um, Looking artists. like Alicia Keys. Yes, and I played her video because I was watching TV the other day and um, the it's a TV show on BET. It's called um, The Family Business. Yes. And I was listening to it and I was working and that song actually popped up on Marissa. While, oh, while I was watching. Cool. So I want to say congratulations baby. to Marissa oh, Ford. Awesome. Yes. And also Karen Bankhead. Um, oh, yeah. Etta May. Yeah. Um, Mumphreys. I saw that one. <laughs> That's so um, She was on Grey's Anatomy. Nice. She That's had a so cameo cool. appearance on there. So those are our guests. Yeah. That's what yes. we bring to the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, awesome. congratulations to all of our former guests. We're back yes, with our are. interview with Mr. Donna Meach. Yes, yes. You I'm ready here. to get lipped with E-Missy K? I thought we'd been getting lipped. <laughs> There's more? <laughs> what, what have we got there going on? There is more because we're getting in your business <laughs> now. Okay, I, I'm here. To get in the business, yes. What do you want? What do you want to know? So welcome and thank you for coming. Yes. First of all, and um, we want to start off by you know getting to know who you are and um, how you got started in the business. So first of all, where are you from? Born and raised in Los Angeles. L.A.? I, I always say I uh, spent my time growing up in the Mar Vista Garden projects here in Los Angeles. Although everybody makes fun of my projects. Uh-huh. Saying <laughs> they're, not, they're not real projects. I was about to say, where are those? Because they're in Culver all. City. Oh. Right. That's that's no, the exact no, thing no. I get. There ain't no, no projects in Culver City. That's yeah. the exact response I get. No. There are no projects. That's yes. an apartment complex. Is that right on the freeway? Can you see them from the freeway? I can see them from the freeway, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, but no, I was born and born and raised here. My mother's from a country called Belize in Central America. My okay. father unknown, so I'm still trying to track that down through 23andMe. Okay. Uh, you know, um, but yeah, born and raised here. My my family's here, and uh, you know, I love LA. You know, it's a interesting city when you don't know the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Right. When I, when you're born and raised in LA, I had such a warped idea of America uh-huh. because. I grew up in the black community in Los Angeles, which is very progressive. And then you start thinking like the rest of the country like that. <laughs> yes, surprise. <laughs> and, and, and until I, I left to go work in radio in 96 and went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, like, culture and, shock. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I know you did. The bus don't run 24-7. You need a car. Everything's white. I'm like, Man, that was the first, one of my my first travels. I went to um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm. No, Greenboro's, North Carolina. And my in-laws, their house was here. And the plantation that their family was slaves <laughs> on was across the street. I was like, right? Right, right. And then but you know, their we to, in Alabama were yeah, the slaves. Like that. Yes. The descendants of the slaves they still live near next, next to the plantation. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They lived across the street. Yes. I was like, no, for real. Like, like your your actual family like was slaves over there. And they there. cool. And y'all want to say that every day. Yes. You know? And then the, and the cemetery was in the church parking lot. 
You know, it was, what? There's too much going anyway, on. Anyway, when, when culture shock. It's culture shock when you, and this is the problem I think that they should teach you when you're in school. Like, yo, everything's not like Los Angeles. Yeah. The rest of the country Seriously. is 10 years behind Los yes. Angeles and be be aware of that. You know? Yeah. So it was a, but, but I, I love LA. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Absolutely. So um, you're a former um, DJ or host yes. on KJLH here locally in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. KJLH was the last station that I worked at. I was an uh, intern at KJLH back mm-hmm. in the 90s. Wow. Not only KJLH, I was an intern at 92.3 The Beat, if you okay. guys remember that yes. station. Yes. Uh, there was yes. a station called Groove Radio 1031. I, I was. Uh, yes. I worked at there. I worked at 97.1 KLSX, which was the FM talk station. Um, I don't know I, that one. Not me either. That station is now Amp Radio. Oh, okay. So, you know Amp, Amp Radio, Radio. That's yes. what that station is. So yes. um, Groove, The Beat, KJLH, and, and, and KLF Sex were the stations I worked at. Uh, KJLH fired me in the 90s, and they fired me in the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, give me another 10 years, I'll be back, and they'll fire me again. You will be back. Yeah, no, but uh, it's a very, very interesting situation. But, I'm, you know, I'm happy to be back in L.A. Uh, uh, and, and it was a nice, nice long decade of working for KJLH. Okay. So how did you actually get started in broadcasting? What made you go into broadcasting? You know, okay, so this is very interesting. I used to live uh, right across the street from Santa Monica College. 17th and Pico was where, mm-hmm. I, where I went. I went to Santa Monica High School. And, you know, when I got out of high school... Uh, there were two things I, I didn't know what to do. Like any any kid, you're wondering where do I go mm-hmm. now. You know, my mother she did her best to provide me with an upbringing. You know, but she was she's an immigrant, so it's okay. not. I didn't really have a great foundation. She right. did the best that she could, and I don't hold it against her. Right. And so you know, I really have any guidance. It was just me kind of trying to figure it out. I was like, you know, I need to go film a radio, and I remember the beat. Did a van hit. There's a Foster Freeze right across the street from Santa Monica College mm-hmm. on 16th Street. <laughs> <laughs> right? So they did a. They I heard was listening to the radio like everybody did back in the 90s, uh-huh. and I heard they were going to be at Foster Freeze, and I ran down there as fast as I could. And there was a guy named Johnny D and a couple other people. Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny D. D. <laughs> Johnny D. Johnny. I, think, I, I think there was another guy named Bad Boy who was there, and they were giving out the. It, it was so amazing to see that this phone call attracted this audience mm-hmm. in a parking lot right. of a Foster Freeze. Right. And people were so enamored with the emotional connection of this radio station. And I went down there and I saw that and I was like, wow, people going crazy. And they were just giving away trinkets. like. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yes. the beat, was, in my mind and a lot of people's mind, was so Big, you know, yes, they were giving sure. away, oh, yeah. they were giving away keychains, SWV records, yes, at the time, <laughs> stickers, and a whole bunch of just, you know, just, just stuff. And I kind of fell in love with that, and so I went to SMC, got an internship, and I ended up interning at the Beat. So I met my friend Pee Wee. Uh, to this day, I know we're Pee-wee. still friends, <laughs> you know. And so we ended up uh, working with the same individuals that I saw at that van hit, mm-hmm. being interns working with them. Wow. And that was my introduction to radio. You know what I remember from making those same runs? For me, it was, you know, um, the voices that we heard on the radio. Some of them were so phenomenal. It's like I always wanted to put a face Mm -hmm. with the name. Like now we have the internet. You, you know, see. and all social it, it media. Was, so it, you see your disc jockey. But wasn't it now. funny though when you but did find it? It, like, it, it looked nothing, nothing like the voice. Well, that was the <laughs> biggest thing. Theo? That was the <laughs> biggest thing with Theo. Everybody yes. thought Theo was black. Yes. And we saw. Theo was an, on an R&B radio station. He had yes. a smooth voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you find out Theo was this Asian guy. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah, that was a trip. Theo, Theo was nothing more than a carbon, carbon copy of Kevin Nash. Yes. They both came from KML in the Bay. You know, and I, I want to say that I, I can't really say this for sure, and Kevin May is never going to admit to this. Nah. But I want to say Theo jacked Kevin's swag. Okay. Because if you listen to, to Theo and you listen to Kevin, yes. it's almost yes. the same person. It is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree. So, um, you know, Theo just got down to L.A., which was basically a carbon copy of KML. Everything from the voice guy to the morning show to everything, they just brought it down from the Bay Area mm, right. to L.A. It so uh, it, it worked in the Bay. It worked 
in L.A. and we yes. loved it. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break mm-hmm. and we're going to come back and we're going to continue our interview with you. you. Are you okay more? with that? I, yes. Ask me anything you want. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> come, ask me anything. I tell you no lie. Mm-hmm. We're going to I'm a break. I'm going to lie about a lot of stuff, but I'll do whatever you want. I'm just me. like what I see, just as simple as that, oh. I'd have been with many, but none quite like you though, girl we can fall in love, what it do though, girl you can get this love, cause I know we're just a lie, this ain't only for tonight, oh. I'd have been with many, but none quite like you though, we can fall in love, what it do though? Girl, you can get this love, cause I know we're just a lie. This ain't only for tonight. I'm loving the way you're checking your angles. You say that you're free, you broke off the shackles. You're calling my phone, you're asking for samples. Pass me the fruit, nothing. Nothing can compare, yeah, yeah. Y'all caught me in the moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <you're> lying. <laughs> hey. So we are um, back with um, Emitsy K everywhere. Yes. And I do have some announcements for you guys at the end of the show. But right now we're going to conclude our <laughs> um, interview with Donna Michi. So, Don? Yes. Okay. People that I know know that I have a relationship with KJLH. Uh-huh. So yes. they have been still DMing me. Asking me, so what happened, what happened with Don Amici? And is Don and um, does Don and Tammy have any issues with each other? Are they friends or what's going on? So, people are so squash messy. the yeah, rumors. Squash Jeez. the rumors. Uh, first of all, Tammy is like my best friend. We talk uh, almost every day mm-hmm. and uh, about everything from things she's going through to the radio station mm-hmm. to her personal I mean we were just but that's how our relationship it didn't start off like that mm-hmm. but that's how our relationship developed over you gotta understand we've been working together for almost 10 years yes and so we became very 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 good intimate friends almost like a best friend brother sister family mm-hmm. member right. there's a deep love for me 
for Tammy that I have and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. I would be there for her if she needed anything and, and, and the same thing for me. So we're cool. We're mm-hmm. always going to be cool regardless mm-hmm. of KJLH and that's just because of how our relationship matured over time right. and the respect that we both have for each other. Right. You know, I think when we first got put together she was like, who is this guy? And I'm like, who are you? Right. I wondered about that, so I'm I, glad you're clarifying. Go ahead. You know, Stevie, Stevie Wonder put us together. And yeah. Then, you know, I remember us yelling at each other. And she, to her credit, she tried to warn me about an environment that I was getting in, introduced to. Mm-hmm. But the problem was, was that this environment that I was getting introduced to was so foreign Mm -hmm. from anything I could possibly even imagine that I couldn't even comprehend what she was saying. Okay. And there is something to be said about a woman's intuition. You know, us men, we like, you know, you don't know what the hell you're Mm -hmm. talking about, but you women have a third eye and you can see things. It's just, we can't comprehend the language you see. Uh Uh-huh. And so I couldn't understand. I agree with you. It wasn't wasn't until you go through it and you're like, oh, my God, I understand now. And this is this right. is the, this is the thing with a, not just working environments but relationships also to where you're like I wish there was some type of language to where I could get where you're coming from right but this is really I think the only thing of you have to trust the person yes. and submit to what they're telling you mm-hmm. to but it's hard for us to do that yes. especially when I don't know you and why am I submitting to you because I got an ego myself and right. I've done this before I'm right. a man. And all this other stuff. So, all that. So all that. She tried. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, we, 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 we wrote out the bumps together, you yeah. know, and, you know, we got to where we, we, we got, you know, okay. it's just is what it is. All right. So what, what what was the ultimate? So now let it go. Let's go on the ultimate demise. of Because I know Oh, that she won't let it go. I, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about oh, that. I'm talking okay. about the show. I'm talking about, you know, his, his departure. Because I know that... Um, KJLH did a lot of layoffs, mm-hmm. um, including you know our good friend um, Greg Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I was just with him today. Yeah, yeah that is my boy. Love you, Greg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I know that you know there was a lot of um, cleaning house, if you will. It's a very complicated situation. But yours wasn't that situation. No, my situation was a big fuck you. Okay. Ooh. And. <sighs> Okay, so wow. so so we've got a couple of we've got. I'm going to try to explain this in the, in the time we have. Okay, we've got multiple things going on. Number one, we've got an, an accountant that comes in who's trying to prove to Stevie Wonder that he can sit there and uh, build a new studio mm-hmm. and take this place and make it profitable, right? Right. All right, and and so under normal circumstances that might be the case, but you're dealing with a blind musical icon who mm-hmm. does who wants to do whatever the hell he wants. Right. Mm. So this guy builds a studio and and, and <laughs> it's, a, it's okay, a beautiful cool. studio that 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 ends up getting built and they've been trying to build a new studio for decades. Right. Or for a decade, I should say, right? But there's a reason why it didn't get built. It's because the the, the money was never there. Right. So you build the studio, it's great, then revenue starts to decline right. a year or two. And so now the two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars that you spent on the studio is gone, right? And so now you got to start firing people, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you were being nice and keeping these people employed. Maybe they weren't doing what they were doing, but now your back is up against the wall right. because of the decisions that you made in 2015, 16, trying to prove something. Right. So the layoffs start to happen. Right. My situation wasn't a layoff situation. Right. My situation was, and this is just me speculating. They were getting ready to lay off, and they were doing mm-hmm. things at the radio station, like popping cameras up, putting mm-hmm. notices up. Right. And these things were bothering me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm going to be very honest here, because I don't want to sit there and bash KJLA right. or Stevie Wonder. I just want to speak in facts. Right. And so this is something that, what I'm going to tell you is what I've told everybody mm-hmm. who asked Oh, me I saw this, your video. Yes. Who asked, yes. Me, <laughs> who asked me this question. You know, I suffer from anxiety. You right. Know, and, and, and so, you know, when they built the new studio, they, they, they put a camera in the studio, then cameras start popping up in the hallway, and then another, another camera in the hallway, then a, then a camera in the break room. Now, keep in mind, this radio station is like 20 people. Right. Who the fuck is stealing? Uh, or, or what's going <laughs> right. on here? Right. right. You know, and, and so 
a watch came up missing and you know somebody said, i said who was still a watch from in my mind i'm like who steals from this radio station right. because it, it, this is a family. This is a. I love Stevie. He called me. I'm. I'm doing a job. You're underpaying me. Right. You've ignored my compensation requests over the years. But you know what? I'm still gonna roll with you. Right. Like because I care about you. Right. And, and all this other stuff. So, right. you know who's stealing? Right. This is on a Friday. You know somebody comes in and like a watch came up missing out of the out of the uh, break room and I'm like who's stealing watch out of the break room? You know so. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think Monday. I'm I'm walking through. I'm buying, walking through Ross, looking for some swimming trunks. And then all of a sudden, I just have this memory of me walking into the break room mm-hmm. and picking up a watch and walking around trying to find out who it belonged to, mm-hmm. and couldn't find anybody. And I, you know, I just I put it I put it back where I found it from. Uh-huh. And in my mind. It's like, oh, my God, maybe I stole the watch. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody put the watch down. I took it. I was walking around. Somebody came back to get it. They they couldn't find it. And then now there's a thief in the building and another camera pops up and it's because of me. Right. And so I go the next, I call Tammy this and I'm like, I think I took the watch. And uh-huh. I, oh, wow. Now she's laughing at me in secret. Right. You didn't steal no fucking watch. But. This is how stressed out the environment was making me. Right. You know, to where it was like, I went the next day and went to the to the sales manager and I was like, you know, a watch came missing. I think I took it. I just, I had this memory of me walking into the break room, walking around, trying to find out who it was. You know, and he looks at me confused, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. <laughs> and so he tells me that the watch came up missing at like noon. Mm-hmm. I don't get to work till 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, dang. So there's no way you can steal the watch. So I'm right. tripping. Right. But the environment and wow. the atmosphere at this radio station is one of massive stress that is causing me to dream, think of, or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I approached him about this, and I'm like, yo, can we do something about these cameras? Can mm-hmm. we whatever? And... A meeting pops up, and it's not just me. I find out everybody's pissed off about the case. Right. They have a meeting, and the meeting is basically to cover their ass legally because they don't right. want to do anything right. about the cameras. Right. They don't want to do anything. A meeting is called between me and Stevie Wonder and his his lawyer. We get into it, and, mm. and you know some choice words are happening, mm-hmm. and so they stop talking to me for two weeks. Um, which is weird. I've never had a company tell me not to come in and they just ignore me like a, right. like a girlfriend. Right. It, I do that. It's weird. I'm sorry. I, so right? I don't and do so that. everybody... <laughs> I, I, get all I wouldn't these, do it in business. I, like, I, I know we... But in a relationship? We, we get all these... <laughs> so I know we're going to move on. I get all these outside people coming to me saying you should apologize, you should apologize, you should apologize. And I'm like, well, if, that's one, if they want to hear so I apologize. I apologize. Mm-hmm. They want to put me on probation. You're an asset. We love you. You, you know, you, you, you we're going to put you on this 90-day probation. You can't be going off on Stevie Wonder's representatives or whatever. And <laughs> I look at the letter, and they spell my name wrong. Mm-hmm. How is it that I worked for you for 10 years? Right. Wow. And you spell my name wrong. I say, who wrote the letter? Right. So I look at the general manager. She, she, doesn't, she doesn't want to answer the question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if, listen, if they would have said Stevie wrote the letter, I'd have been like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Right. That's her. But let me tell you something. He probably wrote the letter. But, <laughs> but let me tell you something. If if they would have said Stevie wrote the letter, uh-huh. he fucked up on your name. Right. I'd have been like, cool. All right, cool. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's him trying to slap me on the wrist right. to placate the other people so harmony goes back. Right. I said, I'm good. Well, <laughs> so you said... Y'all say F me. I say F you. We're done. I'm right. out of here. So, pretty you guys heard it straight from Donna Meet You. Yes. Well, pretty much. And uh, thank Let you. Let it go, people. Let it go. Don't Let call go. me no more. Right. Me and Tammy are good. Uh, I want to say I have nothing bad about KJLH, and this past four months have been the most stress-free I've had in my entire life. I know that feeling. Stress-free is a beautiful thing. Mm. Tell the people where to find you. Uh, at Donna Meet You on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Facebook Live, all that. I'm going to be taking her out later on. Spell, so. it, so yeah. can, <laughs> spell it so they can... Um, D-O-N. Spell it right. I C H E Don Amici. D O N A M I C H E Don Amici. And not 
not the way they spelled it in your letter. Right. <laughs> right. They, they spelled it, yeah, with an I. You know what I mean? So we have a quick announcements. Uh, I know we have um, Barbara Morrison um, Theater over here in Lamert Park. Um, they're giving away turkeys on Friday. Oh, wow. um, it's up there. You guys want to see it again? Play back the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> and also in Santa Monica, um, what is his name? MC Grandmaster Cast of Brooklyn, New York. Yes. Right. Um, he's going to be in, um, well, they're going to have like a little powwow, a hip-hop powwow. Oh, it's free. Nice. Both um, situations are free. Um, it's also Friday at 7 p.m. Like I said, fly right there. Go back and rewind the show. Look at it. Um, yes. Or check out our Instagram page at um, K's Loose Lips. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's been real. I love you guys. <laughs> Very e. real. K out. <laughs> Lady yes. D's. We out. Lala Young. Bye. Donna Michi. Hey, right, thank yes. you for having me. It was great. <laughs> OG Poetess. Peace yes. out. <laughs>